0: It's a Dapper Devil production, see? I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week.
1: The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days, and we break it down. So let's start the show!
0: Listeners, you will not believe what I was just sharing with Ian. Please, please say, enlighten the listeners. A family member sent me an. <laughs> Sent me an article this morning that was, quote, a good even-handed article about why defunding the police is, at least the way the article put it, rage and anarchy (laughs) by a very reputable news source, Law Enforcement Today, America's largest law enforcement funded newspaper.
1: (laughs) Fun fact about that. Did not know that was a thing, did not know that was an entity, <laughs> not not to mention an entity of journalism, until you called me right before we recorded and told me about this.
0: Well, hilarious, because you know what, Ian, it actually isn't by a journalist, it's by a rep for the police union.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't say, you don't say.
0: Oh, it really gets me. I just, I... Oh, man. And then you come back to the to a person who sends you something like that with reputable news sources and they tell you that they lean slightly left. And you're like, well, yeah, they kind of have to, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I could the only unbiased news source is the Associated Press, which also has good coverage on this. And I will be happy to share it with you. But uh, yeesh, that was one way to wake up.
1: God bless the Associated Press. <laughs>
0: And God bless the worship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just hear that?
1: A little bit. What was that?
0: It was an orange opening. I'm eating Ooh. an orange.
1: Ooh, that sounds delightful.
0: So now you and the listeners have to listen to me chew. Mm. Oh, Amen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the mmm that got me. <laughs>
0: iPhones doing it right they made these earbuds with that noise with that background noise canceling so you don't Mm -hmm. have to listen to me masticate in my jaw
1: masticate I always think of Ron Swanson when I hear the word masticate because uh Nick Offerman in one of his books like had some sort of like passage about like steak and like he used that word in a list of other like if you are going to orally digest blah 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 and I'm like this is sticking with me and I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> so, yeah, masticate is quite the word.
0: Masticate. I think maybe I learned it uh from Miss Congeniality.
1: Yes. Maybe. Yes. I
0: don't know. I maybe That it's would not. make sense. Yeah. And I think she's masticating steak in her as Michael Kane was as Michael, right. would Michael Caine would say. Right. Michael Kane oh man in her in her wide open trap
1: <laughs> yes yeah that's it like there were i i mean I, i've seen the movie a gajillion times i'm trying to remember like where exactly i believe it's like towards the beginning before uh-huh. the makeover he's that's like explaining stuff yeah and she's just like going to town on this steak
0: going to town on this steak is that you heard cool yep.
1: <laughs> maybe you know you're welcome internet
0: we'll have to see once we get into it
1: Exactly. Um. Uh,
0: listeners. Uh, Ian, should I tell should I tell them what this episode is? Please, yes, I think it's time. <laughs> I, I think it's time. time we told them. At first, as, I, at first as if I was there are twelve year old children.
1: This,
0: <laughs> as if you knew what this episode was. Okay, listeners, we love you so much, and when a mommy and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> When a mommy and daddy get very, um, tired and busy and, uh, other career things come up, uh, they have to, um, divorce their podcast.
1: <laughs> yes. So and this and is I... not, <laughs> this is not the final episode.
0: It is the but penultimate episode. The,
1: it is the penultimate episode of hashtag this week's thing, the thing this that happened thing. this week.
0: Ian and I have worked so hard for the last four years to bring you one little thing from the week to make you smile, and I think I'm going to cry, Ian. Um.
1: (laughs) You're in a safe space. Safe space.
0: I just, um, I want our listeners to know how much we love them very much, and they will not have to uh, choose a house, but they will have to choose between us. (laughs) (laughs) They can only follow the career of one. Right,
1: yeah. (laughs) This is where everything splits yes uh. <laughs>
0: you can you can come with me to Nanny or you can go with Ian to fancy Best Buy that is right the only, ch- the only choices you
1: have right <laughs> exactly
0: th- theater is never coming back
1: theater's never coming back. We we're, we're all just all age. living it, where theater is just in our mind and um it is a fantasy and um <laughs> I mean that's fine by me because in that case I'm always working so
0: yes a fond fond memory yeah. <laughs> It was fun while it lasted.
1: <laughs> it had a good run.
0: It really did. It had a good run. Um, so we just wanted you all to know that this is indeed the penultimate episode of the thing that happened this week, and we are going to proceed ahead with uh, as much joy and exuberance and gumption,
1: that, gumption,
0: uh, gumption that uh, we we can muster.
1: Right, because we. Do love this little community of um, of this week's thingers that uh, we got to create over the past presidential term, which is a weird marker of time. But um, no. it's been a fun it's been a fun weekly gathering of the two of us and the occasional guest and like the listeners who have texted me or written in or what have you. And um, it's it's been fun. It's been a, it's been a delight.
0: It's been a sheer delight.
1: A sheer delight.
0: A sheer delight. A Paul sheer delight.
1: Paul sheer delight, yes. (laughs) I love it.
0: All right, well, in the spirit of this week's thing, should we go to this week's thing, Ian Brodsky?
1: Let's go to it.
0: Let's go toot. I was about to say, let's go toot. I'm Claire Manship. I was about (laughs) to end the
1: show. (laughs) Oh.
0: It's all happening so fast. (laughs) Woo. Woo. Woo, not quite yet, Claire. Okay, um, well then, uh, <laughs> cue the music. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, can absolutely. You, can
0: you hear me now? Hear me
1: now? Good.
0: Um, Tangent number one, <laughs> you just before we even start, the thing that happens. Please, yes. How much of a traitor is that? Can you hear me now, guy?
1: Yo, that dude is like that's some like full on. Uh, what's what's the word where you betray your? You buy the hand that feeds you. That, but also like what like the like the national crime when you betray your country. Treason. Treason.
0: I thought of it Treason. right before you said it.
1: I I believe you. Um, <laughs> yes. Treason. So. So is it, what is his name Paul Paul the Verizon guy?
0: Well now he's Paul the Sprint now, Guy.
1: Yes, Paul the Sprint Guy is has committed treason for those of us that have been on Verizon since our parents got us our first cell phone in two thousand three.
0: Yes, because can you hear me now was not only like a slogan, it was like it was a movement. It you was know?
1: it was a it was a movement. It was a national like it was a national trend.
0: It's like when people started saying Facebook me, we turned it into a verb. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can
1: you hear me now? Can you yeah. hear me now? And especially so th- as someone who like has been over so many like video conferences, like <laughs> that like I almost have a little bit like it triggers me almost the slightest bit because I'm like, yeah, technology.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um thus endeth the, the first tangent.
1: tangent.
0: There we go. Um sorry I'm just eating this orange and it's so good
1: I'm no take your time I'm happy for you
0: thank you thank you you're a true friend all right Ian Brodsky what happened to you this week
1: this week um the event happened to work out with the timing of our um closing the the uh, book on our podcast I don't know if that's the right metaphor but I, I was thank you um well I went back to work I went back to fancy Best Buy this week for the first time well not the first time since we closed for quarantine, but like the first time with a large team getting ready to reopen our doors, albeit in a limited capacity. Yeah, so as of when we're recording this, um I go back in for my first day with customers tomorrow. Ooh, and with um customers. Yeah, I mean like it's very I mean, we're still in phase one, so it's very much like our version of, like, curbside pickup and what have you, but, um, I went back, um, earlier this week, I saw a bunch of people that I have not seen in person for the first time since March, Ooh. Um, and, like, it was really cool to see just people in person again, and, like, <laughs> I mean, like, like, I've seen a couple friends, and I've seen my girlfriend, and, like, I saw Claire the other day, but, um, like, kind of to be back with a community felt really nice and um, understanding that we were all there together through like the anxiety that we're all kind of feeling because like all this was a little sudden for a lot of us and i mean we're in new york we're about to enter phase two but still like it's (laughs) we're about to enter phase two but like do we really feel like it's time or like that we feel safe to actually go out and About and do things. Um but um we got to be there all together and like of the entire team, they split us into like two teams. So everybody in my department that's on my team is someone I really love and like getting to see a bunch of people just from outside my department who I think are just swell people, um that was really great. So um
0: Well what if they were put in the other team? Would you not have been happy in that team?
1: Um I would have been been happy. I definitely would have been happy. Um, Oh, so you
0: do play favorites.
1: (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Guilty. Um, Guilty.
0: I have friends at work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I I feel like I just got really lucky with who I was placed with. And yeah, so I get to see... um, A few of them went back today, and I get to see a bunch of them tomorrow. And some of them are on my team, but I won't see them until I don't know when, because that's just how our schedules worked out. But um. It's um, it it's a start, but it, it it feels good to be back. Like now that I know that there's sort of like an end in sight for me not being at work, like I'm starting to get excited about going back. And yeah, it's cool. That is because, exciting. Yeah, because like you know me, I'm a bit of a workaholic. A um, little
0: bit, little bit. So, listeners, this is, Ian Ian works himself to the bone.
1: I does. I does. He, um, he puts
0: it he puts in the work as it were
1: uh, yes I put in the hard work is a song that probably not a lot of people know unless you know Wolfpeck or Theo Katzman. but anyway, I'll shut up now so that's my thing that happened this week.
0: Well, that's exciting because I have been very nervous about going back to work um just because I'm getting very comfy in this situation now right but hearing hearing someone else talk about what they're looking forward to helps me to look forward to. So I appreciate yeah. your optimism and your work ethic, Ian.
1: Thank you. And I mean, like, I don't know, like, news... I mean, we were just talking about our trust in news sources, but um, <laughs> um, I've been, like, just throughout this whole thing, I've been watching, like, the New York Times, like, tracker of COVID-19, and to see... I mean, like, any number that's attributed to that is a tragedy, but to really see how like, far we've come has also been very hopeful for me, um, so, like, if you're looking for a little bit of, like, like, a glimmer of hope in what, like, is going on, or, like, what it looks like the future may hold, assuming that we don't get, like, blitzed with a second wave, like, check that out, their coverage is pretty, um, uh, god, what's the word? I'm losing my words today. Um comprehensive that's the word so yeah
0: comprehensive there we go
1: yes so yes. that's yeah that's me
0: as the podcast has gone on our our language skills have just devolved yeah we've, yeah we've forgotten everything
1: it's, it's <laughs> fine
0: well that is exciting ian and i'm glad you saw your co-workers i'm glad you got put on the team you would prefer to be on <laughs> Um, And I am excited to hear about what in-store pickup looks like. I wonder if people have really been needing their fancy best buys.
1: That's what I'm wondering because, like, I mean, throughout this whole thing, we had options of, like, working from home, like, over the phone with customers or, like, signing up for over-the-phone technical support options, and I wanted none of that, so (laughs) I... I'm interested, I too am interested to see what this looks like. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, well that's exciting. I mean, I, phase two, I am not, uh, I, apparently there's four phases, and (laughs) phase four is large scale gatherings, and I, they're trying to get that in place before the school year starts, and I'm just like, wow, these phases are very, um, (laughs) It's very overwhelming to be presented with information about the phases. I don't think people understand the phases. (laughs) I know
1: I don't fully understand the phases, so...
0: You and me both. It's super confusing.
1: Yeah, so... My
0: understanding is that phase two is in-store shopping. It's Mm. like in-store limited retail, like limited with the number of people that can be in the store, but you can go inside. Right. Eating uh outside 50 percent capacity at restaurants right and i think that's it right
1: i think i want to based on like the little bit i know in the little research i've done that sounds like it like i don't know if there's any sort of like 10 person limit capacity or whatever or if that was like just for like central park weddings but um <laughs> i know it, i know it's like not a whole lot which is yeah. fine because we should not be diving back into this
0: yes that is true
1: right okay um, yes well,
0: that was that was a very good thing ian a very thank good you thing.
1: thank you i commend um, you uh, i appreciate it your yes. turn my turn your turn should we All cue right. the music cue the music claire manship Ian Brodsky. What happened to you this week?
0: So this past week, I went to social distance somewhere else. I went to the Berkshires.
1: Ooh. And,
0: yeah, it was very exciting. And while I was in the Berkshires, I went to a ropes course. (laughs) Really? Yes, and it was so difficult. Okay, so they're basically... Apparently, I didn't know this, but there's a whole culture of ropes course type people, and they there's a large crossover with the ski and snowboarding community.
1: Sure, sure,
0: and uh, duh, you know, outdoor adrenaline endurance sports, right? So, uh, so basically, they build these ropes courses in the trees at the base of ski resorts, and so. We went to Catamount uh, outside of Great Barrington, Mass. Me and uh, and Stella and Allie and Kate and David. Oh, I love it. Yay, we went and it was so, yeah, it was so fun. And so we went to this ropes course and basically they rank the ropes courses based on the way that they rank uh, ski and snowboard courses, so, like the normal, like the easy kid ones are a yellow circle, mm-hmm. and the easy everyone ones are a green circle. And then, uh, like, blue diamond is a little bit harder. I didn't go higher than blue diamond. Allie is like a daredevil, and she was like, let me do a black diamond. Like, okay, she,
1: girl. Like, All right. Go on.
0: Like, yeah, she's, yo, go off, honey. So she uh, went on without us to a lot of courses, <laughs> which is really what being a teenager is all about.
1: How old is and she now?
0: She is. She's 13. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. She's 13. Um, so I only went up to Blue Diamond, but let me tell you about this Blue Diamond. <laughs> Ian, it was so hard. So basically, like... There, There's different obstacles, right? So, like, at first they'll give you, like... uh, There will be, like, a ladder attached to a series of platforms surrounding a tree. And you have to climb the ladder between platforms. But the ladder is, like, a rope ladder. And it swings back and
1: forth. Right.
0: And there's, like, this whole intricate series of carabiners that you have to learn how to use. You have to lock them. I learned a new word... You have to lock them on a Zwizzle.
1: A Zwizzle?
0: A Zwizzle is the name of a carabiner lock.
1: What fun.
0: I know, isn't that a fun, whimsy word? That's
1: such a great word, a swizzle.
0: A Zwizzle. Zwizzle. Yes, so, so you have to, you you get this set of two carabiners where one is always open and one is always locked, and to switch the lock mechanism between the two, you have to press it into the Zwizzle. <laughs> So you, like, have to do these, like, zwizzle things with the carabiners. I feel like I'm talking in an alien language.
1: Oddly enough, it makes perfect sense to me.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Because I feel like I'm just saying nonsense. So basically, the, uh, there will be these elements and these obstacles, and a lot of the elements are meant to, like, be endurance challenges. And so, like, at one point, you'll walk across something, um, like, you'll walk across a tightrope. And you'll have, like, you'll just have these small uh, other, like, wires to hold on to that don't really help you in any way and sometimes actually knock you off balance more. Sure. There's, There's all sorts of, like, floating wooden pieces that are made to be like a like a bridge you have to cross but they they like swing back and forth so there's no stability in that bridge and and the worst the worst element the one that hurt the most it took the longest time it was so scary on the blue diamond course there were these okay I'm gonna try to describe it it's very hard if you can't see it sure First off, the point of this exercise, of this particular obstacle, is hanging endurance.
1: Which, hanging endurance.
0: Which is so painful, Ian. And my arms were bruised and in pain for a week. So basically, there are these logs that are hanging down from a wire. And they have footholds on the bottom of them. Where you have to, but the logs are just far enough apart that you have to reach your leg out, grab the next log, pull it toward you while you're swinging on one log. Yup,
1: yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yes, yes, hanging on to the first one while you have to launch yourself onto the second one. And then that one, because you launched yourself onto it, is swinging wildly. And so then you have to wait for that one to stop being a pendulum and hang still and then grab the next one. It took, I mean, easily 20 minutes for me to figure this thing out. It was so, so hard. And if I was on American Ninja Warrior, you better bet I wouldn't uh, make it very far.
1: (laughs) Oh, I like that. I like I like that. That jump and thought. I love that. I mean, it
0: was, it was so hard, Ian. It was so I, hard.
1: You know, I believe that because that reminds me of when I was, like, but a young boy in day camp. And we would go on either day trips or, like, overnight trips to these, like, campgrounds that had exactly those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember doing that kind of stuff. And maybe it was a bit of a modified version because we were just, like, kid kids. But, like, I remember doing that stuff... Like at age eleven, like in the woods. Like just like <laughs> in trying, trying to get from point A to point B, like on a bunch of ropes and a log. Like, I remember that stuff. Like
0: A bunch of ropes and a log, that is the the realest thing anyone <laughs> has ever said about a ropes course.
1: Yeah. The and last like...
0: time I I did anything like that, I was in the sixth grade and we did a team building field trip, but it was mm. more like um you had to, like, we were out in the woods, but none of it was up in the air, but if there were, like, logs, like, to- together in a circle and you had to figure out how to bridge the gap, you had to, like, use your own bodies to, like, help pass people across them.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about.
0: So it wasn't really the same at all, frankly. I don't know why I brought that up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, similar, like, idea, I think.
0: Yes, yeah, a little bit. I I see the
1: I see the connection, yeah.
0: It's in the same forest, you know what I mean.
1: (laughs) In the same neck of the woods.
0: No, we're making puns now. I see the forest (laughs) for the trees.
1: Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Yes.
0: So anyway, it was very hard. I was bruised the whole friggin' time. It was at one point. Oh wait, okay. This wasn't the hardest part, but it was crazy there was an element where you had to hook your carabiner onto two sides of a swinging trapeze and fly the swinging trapeze down a zipline and then land on the next platform, which was up uh, like 100 feet off the ground on, on a tree.
1: Oh, man. Probably
0: not 100 feet, probably like 50, but still. And they had wrapped the second platform in a bunch of gymnastics like foam mats... Because when you jump on this swinging trapeze, you have to fly into the tree like George of the Jungle. I believe it. And I mean, it's only like a second and a half you have to hold on. But And of course, if you fall down, like, your carabiner will catch you. Right. But, like, your, your safety line will catch you. But still, I mean, like, the pressure to hold on and prepare yourself to get smacked face first into a tree.
1: <laughs> they I don't mean, prepare you-, you for that in school.
0: They really don't. They really, really don't. I, I will never have a calculator in my pocket, and I am always going to be swinging into trees. <laughs> I,
1: that's yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh my goodness! Sorry, I'm yawning. It's okay. It is still the morning where we are. It is
0: the morning um but yeah so i went to a ropes course i'm really proud of myself for finishing it and it was bananas
1: Ooh, i'm proud of you
0: thank you
1: how long were you up in the berkshires for
0: i was up in the berkshires almost the entire week i went up uh on friday and came back yeah the following friday so it was it was an entire week fun um but we did the Rooks course on Sunday, which means that I can talk about it on today's show. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. That's how calendars work. Got them. Got em. Um, All right. Are we ready for the quiz?
1: Let's do the quiz.
0: Let's do the quiz. Quiz time.
1: forget that you're like not in the room with me and I'm like gesticulating and like (laughs) like cheering you on with my arms from over here and like just talking at like the air and it's like even though we've done a few of these episodes it's still weird to me but anyway.
0: I know a distance episode is not that satisfying. I was listening to Last Culture Ristas and- They were saying, you know, one of them lives in L.A. now and one of them is still in New York. Um, Bowen Yang is in New York on SNL and uh, Matt Rogers um, uh, is in L.A. working for Quibi. And I was listening to an old episode of theirs at the end of last year where they were saying that they needed to figure out you know, like what, what the show really needed. And basically they could have two out of the three where they could be in the same place. They could record episodes in the same week or they could, I can't remember what the third was, but Mm. basically what they decided to format it was, was that they would, they would record the episode because it's a culture podcast. They have to record them in real time. Right. And so they decided to favor that and being in the same place And then, uh, the shutdown happened and they had to distance record all of their episodes. Right, right. Uh, I can't remember, what were we saying before? There was a reason I brought this up.
1: Uh, because, uh, distance episodes are not the same?
0: I guess that was it. Yeah, that was basically it.
1: Cool. Wasn't your friend just on an episode?
0: Yes, my friend Marty Gould Cummings was just on Los Culturistas, um, this past week, if you want to listen to their incredible, uh, I don't think so, honey. They are so <laughs> funny. Marty is currently running for a seat on city council, and what? if elected, they, uh, yeah, they would be the first non-binary uh, city council member. And Marty is already a staple in New York nightlife, in the drag community, in activism, and I just look up to them so much.
1: Amazing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Real so quiz time.
0: Vote, vote for Marty Gould Cummings. Okay. Vote for Marty. I- Marty. Marty for City Council. Ian Brodsky, question number one. What are you obsessed with this week?
1: Um, what I've been obsessed with, is, and this might be a little heady, is um is the hope and the progress that I've been seeing. Um, like, Ooh. like what I mean, as we all know, this hashtag this week's thing believes black lives matter, believes black trans lives matter. Like, we stand with all of this progress and all of this reckoning that has been happening and all these calls for change at, like, the most, like, fundamental level. So what I've been really loving over the past few weeks is seeing... Of course, like, I'm inspired by everyone, like, marching and protesting and I'm, like, horrified by, like, the violence that has, like, sort of been a byproduct of it, but... What I've been loving is the progress that we're seeing out of it and seeing all these news stories about governments reacting and, uh, cities voting to fundamentally change or at least starting to fundamentally change systems. It gives me a lot of hope in a time that has felt so bleak for like at least a good fiscal quarter that I've just been so, I love to see it as the, as the kids say. Um, yes we'd love yes. to see
0: it we, we stand we're here for it
1: <laughs> we we stand a systemic change
0: yes we do honey yes um, we do yeah
1: so that's what i've been obsessed with is um seeing the good guys win
0: well that is a good obsession ian Brodsky. thank you question number two king for a day what would you decree
1: oh man i want to make this one more fun <laughs> um um
0: more fun than systemic racism ian
1: I mean, (laughs) at least a little bit, like, (laughs) um, I would decree that Sheep's Meadow be filled with actual sheep and goats for one day, just because I think that would be fun. Like, I have... That would be fun. So, like, big old flashback, big old TBT to when, um, friend of the show, Ali Trim was on the podcast, and we were talking about signs... Um, I decided that my sign is goats, um, because I think they're hilarious, and I love them, and um, some goats climb trees, and I think that's amazing. I'm looking at my calendar that is goats and trees. Um, So
0: like the way that they scream.
1: It's amazing. It's amazing. There are entire Christmas albums of screaming goats. I don't recommend it. It gets very annoying very fast, but it exists. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: So... I just want a full petting zoo day in Sheep's Meadow of sheep and goats, and we can all just run around with them, maybe get, like, a couple herding dogs in there and watch the dogs, like, herd the sheep. Like, I just, I just think that would be fun.
0: Yes, that would be fun. I think they call it Sheep Meadow because there used to be sheep grazing out there. Am I wrong?
1: I'm sure you're right. I have not, I haven't uh, done my research on that, but yeah, so that's, that's my dumb decree.
0: Well, I love that. It's not a dumb decree. It's it's a joyous one. (laughs) Thank you. There we go. Uh, Question number three: What are you watching/slash listening to this week?
1: Ooh, I did a bit of a throwback this week. Um, I revisited um some early Ingrid Michaelson, and I revisited um Sarah Bareilles' first album, Little Voice. Ooh. Um, Yeah. Um, that track, Many of the Miles. Like, I forgot how much I loved that track when I was like seventeen years old
0: Uh uh-huh
1: like such a great catchy song and like i'm i'm such a fan of hers um anyway um i just rediscovered
0: ingrid michaelson's the chain
1: Ooh, that's a pretty one Completely
0: forgot about that one so good
1: um i was re-listening to their winter song with the two of them um Uh that like that might be one of my favorite songs but it's absolutely beautiful um And then I've also been listening to um, I Started My Favorite Murder. I Need to Commit, but um, I did start My Favorite Murder. Ooh. Yeah. And um, I've been watching um, Gilmore Girls. I'm on season six and a half of Gilmore Girls. Um, Six
0: and a half. Okay. Yeah. So getting close to the end.
1: I am. So spoiler alerts for Gilmore Girls, um, Rory just went back to Yale. So that's where I'm at. Um, and Oh my um,
0: goodness. Why did you drop out of Yale?
1: <laughs> I watched uh, Love Life, the new HBO Max series with starring my my boo Anna Kendrick. Um which Ooh, I highly how recommend. Was that? I loved it. I mean Is
0: that the one where she's friends with a sex doll?
1: No, that's Dummy on Quibi.
0: Oh, um, okay.
1: Um I'm I super, haven't seen I'm that yet. I'm super
0: confused.
1: Um yeah, I haven't seen that one yet because I don't own Quibi, but um, it I have seen her interview um, about that show because she talks about how difficult it is to work with a sex dummy. Yes. Um, yeah, but... they don't
0: give you much in the way of listening and responding. Exactly,
1: and sometimes they just <laughs> fall over apropos of nothing, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, highly recommend Love Life. Um, It's just, like, a good story about, like, a personal journey and like there's so much about like good friendship that like I think it like encapsulates very well so yeah that's my watching and listening to
0: I mean not to like denigrate that in any way but that could be a lot of things it's a, that's it's true about a go- it's about a good journey and good friendship that's
1: like no you're very much <laughs> right pers- about that <laughs>
0: a personal journey and good friendship right <laughs> are the Anna Kendricks we made along the way <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man
0: uh, all right. Question number four: Who was the last person you texted that wasn't me?
1: Um, it was my girlfriend, Alexa. Um, hey, Alexa. Hi. Um, she says hi. By the way. Um, oh my
0: god, I'm obsessed with her.
1: Um, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. It was that.
0: <laughs> it was her. Yeah, just checking in thing. on me. Yeah. Question number five, one person living or dead whom you may or may not know who you would like to wish well this week?
1: Um, in the spirit of, like, my thing that I'm obsessed with, um, I want to wish well a wonderful educator and activist named Brittany Packnett Cunningham. Um, if you follow the Crooked Media podcasts, especially Pod Save the People, um, or, like, if you've just sort of been, like, really um, paying attention to... Like online presences over the past few weeks, you probably um have heard her name, but this woman is so smart. I have learned so much from her over the past like four years because she puts everything in such like an intelligent and simple way to understand it um and she's been someone who I've been like uh looking to as a sort of a resource on like sort of how to process all of this and and like, sort of, where to go from here? And um, she got in. She got proposed to at a uh, Hamilton a couple years ago, which is amazing. Ooh. Um. Yeah. And um. Like. And I. The other day, my girlfriend showed me um a video of her singing along to Satisfy from Hamilton with her husband in the background doing um like the background voices, which was hilarious. Um. So, <laughs> and she's someone who like through all this has been like I'm not like more like I'm gonna replace like the pain with celebrating life and joy. So it's always wonderful yeah. to see that. And like, she's really been like a social leader throughout all this and I have all the respect in the world for her. I love that. All right. Your turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to shut that down. With no, that's okay. Cl- I, that's okay. I love that. I love Thank, that. I'm glad. Ian, Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Good choice.
1: Thank you. All right. Claire Manchin.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: What are you obsessed with this week?
0: Okay, for the third and final time on the thing that happened this week, yes. I
1: am obsessed with Babyfoot. Oh, man. I was just <laughs> thinking about that the other day.
0: The return of Babyfoot. I did Babyfoot last night. It sounds like a drug. I did Babyfoot. I did, I did Babyfoot last night, and it was very exciting because in about four days my feet are going to peel which I'm very excited about um listeners who don't know what I'm even talking about probably are afraid for my health um so basically baby foot is a Japanese foot treatment yep (laughs) where you put your feet inside plastic booties filled with essential oils and chemicals and then a few days later um all of the dead skin peels off (laughs) yep and so last night I was watching Notting Hill and uh, wearing uh babyfoot booties, and uh, <laughs> I'm, I am am excited for my feet to peel, honey buns. I'm
1: excited for you. Thank oh.
0: you. Do you want me to send you photos? It is very interesting. I
1: mean, that kind of, yeah. At this point, I, I'm i a little, <laughs> I'm kind of interested, Yeah.
0: After four years of me talking about how obsessed I am with Babyfoot, you deserve to see the photos of the peeling.
1: Thank you so much for allowing me to go on this journey with you.
0: You're v welcome. You're vv welcome.
1: All right. Question number two. Yeah. Uh, question number two. Uh, as queen for a day, what is your decree?
0: Queen for a day. I would decree that all transphobes have to meet and talk with a trans person for the first time. Perfect. Yes.
1: Perfect.
0: And if they have already, then they have to do it again.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, this is an imaginary scenario where the transphobes won't incite violence against those trans people. I think maybe I have to put, like, plexiglass between them. I right. Think, just, you know, for safety's sake. Sure. Um. Because... <laughs> As much as transphobes would like you to believe that trans people are the ones inciting weird bathroom violence that has literally never happened, um, they definitely will attack a trans person. Um, So, yes, I I would have to figure out how to facilitate that in a safe way. But um, I would really like a transphobic person like J.K. Rowling to sit down with some trans people.
1: Yep. And you know what? As queen for a day, you can do it.
0: I can do it. I can. I, and I will one day. Exactly. Watch me. Exactly. Watch me.
1: Question number three. What are you watching and listening to this week?
0: Well, as I said before, I watched Notting Hill for the first time last night. I loved it. It oh, was yeah? really fun. Um, and let's see. What else has been happening recently? I'm kind of on a rom com kick. I've been watching The Proposal Ooh. and. Um, I guess Midnight in Paris is more of a culture flick than a oh, rom-com, I, but Midnight in Paris.
1: Oh man, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, Woody Allen is a rapist, but um it's the film is great.
1: Yeah. I was it's funny. I was just thinking on my way home today like how can I get that movie permanently and not give Woody Allen my money?
0: Yes. Yeah, right. it's difficult. Yeah. Um Go on. maybe I can maybe I can rip it for you. Yes. um and i have been listening to a lot of podcasts recently a lot of uh, npr i was listening to household name from business insider i was listening to um how i built this and uh npr politics and pop culture happy hour and it's been a minute and up first i listened to all of npr basically um, and Las Culturistas is doing some great stuff right now, as we said before, and My Favorite Murder, as we said before, which is crazy. We haven't talked about this many pods in one pod I since know. the beginning of the pod.
1: Exactly. So many pods on pods on pods.
0: Pods on pods on pods. Oh, I'm finishing up Fossy Verdon.
1: Oh, man.
0: I, I got uh, Space Force started, which is pretty uh, enjoyable.
1: I just started that too. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm like halfway through that. Yeah, it's nice, oh, fun.
0: Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm not quite that far yet. I'm looking forward to more of it.
1: Yeah, it's it's just like nice, fun, light stuff.
0: Yeah, nice, fun, light stuff. Yeah. It's a personal journey with some good friendships. You know, it is. <laughs>
1: you really see them grow. <laughs>
0: you really, yeah, you, you, you follow along. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I totally welcome you to drag me for that. For forever, yes. that's fine. Um, I will for please. five ever. I will yes, five ever. Um, cool. Question number four: Who is the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating.
0: The last person I texted was uh, my friend Rachel and John because we're going to have a distance lunch today, which is very exciting. Oh, fun! John is moving to Los Angeles next week, and oh, so dear. this will be likely the last time that we see one another, which will be very sad.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Um,
0: but it just means that I need to go to California and say hey. Yeah.
1: Have you been out there?
0: Uh, I've been to California. I've never been to Los Angeles. Okay.
1: Literally. Cool, 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 cool. All cool, right. Cool,
0: cool, 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 cool,
1: Question number five. Yeah. Uh, favorite question. Who is one person who you may or may not know, living or not, who you would like to wish well this week?
0: I would like to wish well Brianna Taylor. Yes. Uh. I I don't even know what the words would be if I could form them properly, but I just she was asleep. Like I I can't even Yeah. There's literally nothing about it that makes sense or is logical or is right. And I just hope that I hope that she is smiling down on us from somewhere. I don't know if heaven is above us. I don't even know if there is a heaven. But I do know that people like Brianna made this world better. And hopefully there is somewhere for her to be where she can see the impact that she is having. And people love her so much. And I... None of this is making sense because I'm just sad about it. But, um, yeah, I really... I, I wish her well. And I'm grateful for her service. And I'm grateful... For the light that she brought into this
1: world. I think that was very well said.
0: Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, it, it was messy, but. Um, it's okay. I just, I, I don't know her and I love her. Love her. Love her. Um, all right. Well, on that note, Black Lives Matter, Honeybun. And, uh, I guess we will go to the plugs, yeah? Plug it in. Plug it in. You can find our show at This Week's Thing on all platforms. Hashtag This Week's Thing if you want to talk with us about this episode or any of the others. thing at gmail.com, thisweeksthing.com. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you?
1: You can find me at iabrodsky on Twitter and Instagram, at BrodskyIan on Facebook, and at ianjbrodsky.com. Where can people yes. find you, Claire?
0: ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash uh at ClaireManship on IG, at Womanship everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, this was our penultimate episode of The Thing That Happened This Week, and uh, we will see you next week for the big finale. Uh, big finale. The big finale. All right, well, until then, I'm Claire Manship.
1: And I'm Ian Brodsky.
0: And that, and that was, was the, thing the thing that that happened, that happened this, this
1: week. week. Keep it. It,
0: Yep, keep it. We're keeping it in. Dappa Devil Productions, say...